everybody. Joe George here at Radio 1 Chicago. Good to be here. Try for some rest in the morning Been running like hell all night Some things don't give a warning Some things just turn out the light Up there across that border People are talking about me They can put words in an order An order that's closer to Once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7. That was Joe George, and I have Joe George in the studio. Good Welcome. To be here. Thanks, X. Um, so I think we should tell the story of how we met in person. Sure. Because I think it's kind of fun. So you live very close to where I work. Mm-hmm. And I would constantly walk by your place, and I would see like these posters for Big Parade. And I was like, somebody's got to live there. And you were your door was open, That's and I creepily said hello to you. <laughs> As you were like outside hanging out, I was like, "Hey, 
do you play in a band? Um, so thank you so much for coming in and like indulging us with uh, not only your music but just kind of coming in and hanging out with us. Absolutely, that's yeah. actually my favorite my favorite way to meet people is just, just uh, walking by my place. You yeah, know? it's great. Um, have you met a lot of people that way? Because I mean, yeah. I actually have. Yeah, um, and uh, a lot of people that have uh, have become uh, you know important people in my life. I've met that way. So that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's Something phenomenal. About that place, man. Yeah, it's a great location. Um, it's a beautiful area of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of passerbyers from all walks of life. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about your music and Big Parade because you, you're you're going solo with this particular style. Mm-hmm. What made you? Was it just like songs that you felt were more for you, or why did you decide to kind of like do more of a solo thing right now? Um, yeah, a little bit of that. I mean, I've been writing these, these types of songs for a long time, Mm -hmm. you know, um, my, uh, one of my favorite things to do, my, probably my biggest passion is just grabbing an acoustic guitar and and singing a song, you know, a simple song. And so it it felt, um, it felt really great to, um, kind of, you know, I've spent most of my music career, most of my life trying to perform and write in a way that's uh, you know, cr- cranking up, at, cranking up as loud uh-huh. as I can to to get to that <laughs> threshold before the sound guy says no, You're right. back it off. You know, um, and <laughs> so like, and, and that's all fun. You know, like I, I I will need to to be a part of like a loud rock and roll band at some other point in my life. I'm sure again soon, but uh, right now it just feels really great to. Um, I feel like I'm connecting with an audience and and just in an intimate way and being able to sing some songs that I I care about and some stuff that I feel is relevant. Uh, so yeah, how do you? Because um, I'm sure you have lyrics everywhere, you know, written down in your mind and things like that. Mm-hmm. How do you decide which lyrics go towards these versus which might go to like Big Parade, um, or is it just pretty like defined? Yeah, you know, I I, I usually I usually write on an instrument first, guitar or piano, uh-huh. um, and uh, and then from there develop melodies that I that I like, and then put lyrics to those. Usually, mm-hmm. I, I have written lyrics first before, but. So it's usually just you know if this is if this is a three chord folk tune then it's going to be solo stuff if it's yeah. not then I'll throw it with somebody else you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, who have you who did you work on with this album? Um, so yeah, some some really beautiful people. It, it is me beautiful sounding. It's, Thank you. It's very. Um, I want to use the word lovely. It's it's very lovely. Thank you. <laughs> it's lovely of you to say. That's awesome. I I, I appreciate that. I I really. I had a wonderful time making this record, yeah. and, and the people uh, that I that I reeled in and, and brought around me to help me do it are some of the most beautiful people I know. Um, uh, namely, Sean O'Keefe um, helped me with uh, a lot of the pre-production and, and kind of coming up with a vision for, for these songs, and he and I got together and talked about these songs before they became what they ultimately did. Um, and he was such a great, uh, you know, and he, he engineered and produced the record. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Paul Grill um, played drums on the record, another person very close to me. I live with him. He's also my cousin. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he played drums on the record and some other percussion. And uh, he, he and I as well had conversations about the songs before going into the studio and such. And, uh, and so he brings such a, uh, an, interesting, an interesting vibe. 
Um, he is a part of a drum duo now called Seven Houses, and they are totally killer. Like, wow. watch out for them. Uh, and then uh, my my one of my greatest friends of all time, uh, Jeremy McDonald, who lives in Brooklyn now, and he played upright bass and electric bass nice. on the record. And he is just probably the most fantastic musician that I've ever known, and uh-huh. so it was a real treat having him on the record as well. What um, what kind of discussions do you guys have uh, before you kind of go in? You know, because I'm sure you're like, this is this is how I have my song. Yeah. But um, what kind of dis- discussions do you go into that? Well, I like to, um, I, I love collaborating, mm-hmm. you know, and I love um, writing a song and doing a really rough demo of the song and just kind of trying to get the essence of the song out as I can mm-hmm. and then opening that up for um, for some for some collaboration. Yeah. I want other people around me that I trust and that I love to to say, yeah, this is a good song and needs this. You know, like what about what about putting yeah. a piano here? What about putting a, a you know, whatever. And I also need somebody and this is where Sean was so great because um, I brought him a bunch of demos and I came and sang <laughs> songs for him and he, I needed somebody to say like this song this, this song is good but it's not that good. Uh-huh. So maybe we don't do this. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Okay, it's, you know, let's throw it out. I I've, I've been throwing out songs my whole life and and, you know it's like to have somebody that you trust to say that is is a super important part of the process yeah and somebody that you trust and that you can rely on to to know that like this needs to work or maybe not yet or maybe we're not ready for this one and it also brings about some humility too in your own process yeah instead of like a yes man exactly you know no nobody needs just a yes man around right occasionally (laughs) once a week yeah it's nice to have just not all the time um was there ever um can you talk us about a time where there was like somebody's you know one of your friends interpretation that they brought to the table and it just kind of like opened you up to a new idea for like this song that you had there was a specific moment (laughs) that i will never forget um there's a song on the record called nothing at all and uh and it's really um deals with some really heavy heavy stuff um globally and uh and we recorded this song and 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 it was a it was a a very vulnerable song for me to record it um and for me to perform in front of somebody Uh and uh jeremy the bass player did some really interesting he had a little synth machine called an op1 and he he was doing some really interesting textures um in kind of the background of these ethereal qualities and bringing those to the song and the song finished and he just continued and he, and he was just standing there in the studio and his he was on this synth and his eyes were closed and he's just he continues for another probably two and a half minutes wow. and and sean is at the soundboard and i'm i'm on the couch and paul's over here too and we're all just kind of like eyes closed and it was this really patient moment of like let's see where this goes and i love every second of where it did go and so like that was something that would have never happened had i not brought more people that i trust and you know into this process did it give you a deeper understanding of that song does that make sense um you know it's tough to uh you know i'm so on the inside of these songs Uh and, and it's tough to you know, sometimes <laughs> separate that yeah. from like my writing process when I'm trying to formulate the ideas. But um, but I would say that it 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 brought about a lot of reflection because mm-hmm. this song, like I said, it's pretty heavy and and then the, and then it caps off now on the record with these two minutes of of this ethereal sound and it I hope allows the listener to reflect on some of the 
material that's been that's been sung about in the song. Yeah, it gives it time to like. Yeah, like you said, it ge- it gives you time to reflect and kind of like think about what was said and how it. You know, I think that the the great thing about music is that it's not necessarily just listening to what the person is singing, mm-hmm. but what that story means to the listener. Absolutely. You know, and so you could be singing about some completely different topic compared to what they know, but it might hit them a completely different way. I think that idea that your friend with just that two minutes of, of music just allows that deeper thought. Uh, totally. Exactly. Into that. It allows for more interpretation, more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you have a show coming up at Space. I do. I'm so excited, man. Yeah. So that's a beautiful. I have yet. I hate to say this, but I have yet to be there. It's in Evanston. Yeah. But I've heard so many phenomenal things about this place. Uh, it's, so, it's so great. It's, yeah. a, it's such an intimate um, it's an intimate place, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people go there to sit down and listen to, to art. And um, it's, it's going to feel great playing there. I just can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and I think that's, what, that's one of the beauties of playing at Space is that it forces, it's like you feel like that's, I don't want to say it that way, but that's what you're there to do. You're not there to just have a drink yeah. and, like, talk while the band is playing exactly. and things like that. You it does put you in this intimate space where all that focus is on you. Mm-hmm. How does that, um, how do you feel, you know, cause it's one thing to like record and kind of like empty out these, these thoughts and these emotions. And it's another thing to do it in front of people mm-hmm. in a space like that. How yeah. is it, is it a similar feeling when you're in the studio or is there another no, it's energy way to it? Yeah. It's way different. Um, it, yeah. Having the, uh, you know, having an entire room quiet and listening <laughs> is, uh, it's a different thing. I think I'm cool with it though. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy, um, the opportunity to, yeah. to allow myself to, to challenge myself, um, with a room full of people that is going to give me their attention. Uh, I, I feel grateful for that opportunity and I feel like, uh, like I can deliver, you know, yeah. something, some, uh, you know, something thoughtful for them to to carry. Yeah. So you brought your guitar, correct? I did, man. Why don't you? Uh, do you have? A, can you think you can? I, I can you play. Do that now? Sure. Yeah, I'd let's do to. that. I love playing songs, man. Cool. Let's do that. So why don't you get that out? Um, we're here at Radio in Chicago talking to Joe George, who's going to be playing at Space on November twenty third, um, and then we have some details on another show, but we'll talk. Just we'll hint at that for a little bit. Um, but once again, Space is in Evanston, and we have Joe George, who's going to perform a song acoustic here for us, and let's see. Let's try it. Can you do this? Good enough. <clears throat> cool. We're good to, I think we're good to go. Okay, this is a new song um, that I've written since recording that record, uh, and it's called Daughters and Sons. After we all come and go Everything we did gonna show When our clocks have all made their run Our daughters and sons gonna see what we've done 
We've been fighting for a God we don't know Been fighting in the dark so we won't Won't know if we've lost or won But our daughters and sons gonna know what we've done Scared now of losing it all And you wanna close doors and build walls Well I'll tear down that wall and let them run And my daughters and sons gonna see what I've done There's a classroom with blood on the wall And the teachers and kids take the fall So the lesson gets learned by no one But our daughters and sons are gonna learn what we've done And children are locked in a war A conflict bought and paid for you tighten their grip on the gun And your daughters and sons are gonna feel what you've done Brothers and sisters, before we're gone From this world we happened upon The story we leave has begun And our daughters and sons are gonna see what we've done Our daughters and sons are gonna see what we've done That was very, very beautiful. Um, you want to put that away really quick, or, uh, or you want to hold it? it? All right, sounds here. good. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. There's so much going on, obviously, in the in the world, in the news, and politics, and yeah. um, you can tell that with that song. There's you've hit a lot of those topics. Mm-hmm. Um, what I guess what what do you want to express with that song specifically? Well. Um, because it's a pretty tough subject matter. Yeah. From what I, I mean, from my interpretation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I, I'd like to think that uh, if, there, if there's something uh, that makes people really think about some of the things we do here mm-hmm. and, and some of the ways that we treat each other, uh, I, I think... Maybe for some people, one of those one of those uh, qualities of thought would be to think about about their own daughters and sons, and to think about um, their friends' daughters and sons. And 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 I feel like uh, you know I I don't know, man. I, I like I, I write a lot of stuff like this that 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 to try to get people just to 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 think, you know, to offer some kind of thoughtful mm-hmm. perspective, you know, to and. Uh, you know, I guess you never know when, it, when, when you're dealing with with people who are oppressed and people who are marginalized. You never know if if any kind of message like this is going to get across. You know, but I feel that I do have a role to at least express it, um, and so that's uh, 
yeah, I it, feel that's the role of the artist in, in, in all this muck. One of the strongest lines that kind of stuck out to me, and I, I don't, I can't say it verbatim, but it was in regards to like the lesson will not be learned. Yeah. Um, I found that very interesting that you have, that these people, this group of people are in a, that's their whole purpose to be in this room is, yeah. is to, to be educated, to, to learn. learn. Yeah. And that will no longer happen in that, you know, for that particular group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um that's obviously, you know, a real tough thing to talk about these, these school shootings and, and uh, these kids that have, that have had their lives ended. Uh, and they are in a place where they're supposed to be learning. You know, we're supposed to be teaching these kids, you mm-hmm. know, how to, how to develop skills and how to live in society and, and, and how to, you know, how to be cool. You know? <laughs> and, and like, Just be cool, and, man. And, and, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so, so, you know, obviously, you know, they... They they haven't learned anything. Um, mm-hmm. The you know and what's the lesson? What 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 have we learned? Did mm-hmm. we learn anything from from all of these? You know and right. seemingly no because uh, because there are obviously you know obstructionists in our government that refuse to to act on some of these things and some of these ideas that people want to put forth and uh, for a healthier society. Uh, so you know that that's kind of like they're in this place where they're supposed to be learning, and then we're, and then you would think that that we would all learn something from this, right. and uh, I don't know what did we learn. What are some of, let's say, what are your top three hopes, um, with everything that's going on, uh, you know, since we're kind of going down this road? What are mm-hmm. what are your like your top three hopes with everything that's going on right now? What are like so maybe the top three that kind of stick out to you that you're hoping for? Huh. Um, well, I, I hope that, man, I hope that, um, that people start listening more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that what's happened right now, uh, and with this election and, you know, I think that a lot of this is a result of people refusing to listen to each other. Yeah. And that goes on both sides or all of course. 10 or 20 different sides. You know, <laughs> yeah. I hate to think about things on, on two sides because right. it perpetuates. But I, I hope that people listen um, mm-hmm. because if we don't listen, then we, we, we put up our own walls and we live in our own bubbles and, and then we don't progress, you know. So that's, that's my main hope is that everybody starts listening more to each other. Um, I hope that... Uh, I hope that we can uh, we can spread some more empathy. Um, I think that's a big one. Like the, we, yeah. this place just needs like a bunch of empathy, like just buckets and buckets, huge, massive, the biggest bucket you've ever seen of yeah. empathy dropped onto us. You know, and, and yeah. uh, you know it, that seems so lacking for a lot of people um, in this country and around the world. Like. Uh, that they can't relate to a people, a group of people that's been marginalized, and and they, you know, they skirt around it, and and, and uh, they they can't empathize with it. So empathy is uh-huh. is number two, uh, or maybe that's number one. Yeah, uh, it and can be uh, I don't know. For number three, um, man, I uh, I hope that um, <laughs> I I hope that artists around the world uh, have have uh, and, and I do believe that this will happen um that artists around the world will will speak volumes with with a massive amount of influence and perspective on like on the way that things can be the way that the way that we could make things you know artists 
imagine things. That's what we do. We, we make things up that maybe weren't there before. Um, and so for that mentality to spread across people who are actually making policy decisions, I think that that might be healthy for them to realize that you can make, you know, you can imagine something up and we can run with it and, uh, you know, and people can have better lives from it. Yeah, I think that's one of the, if there's any light at the end of some of this is that artists really do get like that kickstart <laughs> yeah. from, from some of this is just like, they see what's going on. And it gives them a new, um, enthusiasm, mm-hmm. I guess maybe not the best word, but a new enthusiasm for, for what they're doing and things like that. How do you take what you've done already and then what's going on? And where do you, where do you hope to take it next with your music? Well, um, I mean, ultimately, you know, my, my well, let's see. I, I, I hope, I, I, my thing here is to write songs and to perform them for people. You know, that's what I'm here to do uh, in whatever capacity that is. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I've, I've been known to, to write the, if you want to call it protest song, like, you know, sure. Uh, and this election spawned a few more of those for sure <laughs> yeah. but that's not that, but that's not all i write about <laughs> right. too you know i write about some other stuff um and so uh you know i think with all this naturally i, I will write some stuff that's maybe a little a little more directed and a little more uh you know angry or sad at, at situations and trying uh-huh. to offer some other perspective and then on and then on top of that i'll just you know i'll write some stuff that that you know people can dance to yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe George, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so uh, much. It's man. been a great pleasure to have you in. Um, we have one more song that we're going to go out with, but let's talk about really quick. Uh, you're playing November 23rd. November 23rd, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday yeah. at Space. Space in what, Evanston. What time is that at? Uh, 8 p.m. 8 and p.m. I'm opening for the wonderful Mark Ford. So it's just going to be a great night all around. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. And then December 11th, you're going to be performing, but. People, if people want to, how can people get a hold of you and find you so they can eventually find out about this December 11th show? Yeah, December 11th, there will be a performance, um, and, and, uh, and that's going to be super cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah, so find me on on Facebook um, or, uh, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Facebook's awesome. You know, that's the way to go. (laughs) Uh, My website, Uh jojorgemusic.net, and I'm always, you know, keeping new dates up there and stuff and and, uh, maybe a new song or two here or there, so... So, yeah, keep keep on me, you know. You'll great. find me. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. It's been great to be here, Hex. Great. Thanks so much. We will me. talk soon. And here's awesome. one more song by Joe George Go. on Radio 1.
asleep. 